If you haven't mastered a strength exercise on a stable surface, then you have no business doing it on an unstable surface as a first progression. Hi, welcome to the Judy Terrell Show, where I explore topics intended to optimize every body 50, 60, 70, and above. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Judy Terrell Show. I am Judy Terrell, and uh, I am in series number two, which is comprised of six episodes, and my second series of my podcast, which is what I'm wearing right now, and this is the third of the installment of six. Um, the theme for this series is over 50 men and women exercise and what has to be done differently at this stage of our lives and moving forward 50, 60, 70s that is different than what you would have done when you were 20, 30, and maybe even in the 40s so that you can continue to exercise or come back to exercise safely and be you know, achieving the goals that you're after and uh, continuing to do it well into your golden years. Um, there are definitely differences in the exercise. I am 59 years old myself right now, a few months away from 60, so I'm almost done with this decade of 50s and going to the 60s. Um, I have been a trainer and um, in the fitness industry since I'm 18 years old, um, so that is now four decades. And when I say I've been in the industry, I've been working with people, individual bodies of all different ages um, for those four decades. I've got my credentialing, I've got my education and um, you know certifications and everything. So I have the theoretical knowledge, and then I have the application of that knowledge to a variety of bodies and ages and genders. But then once I turned 50 myself, I then had my own experience on how things start to change. And you got to do some modifications and some adaptations and approach things differently when you're 50 and older, in the case of women, oftentimes because of um, hormonal changes, and in the case of men, also hormonal changes, not to the same degree, but just aging changes and living in an in a, in a, in a aging body. Um, I am an athlete myself, as well as a, a, you know, a person in her 50s uh, who works out. So I have 10 Ironmans um, on, under my belt. I have four um, over 100-mile ultra-distance runs under my belt. So I am an athletic 50 and now into 60-year-old. Um, and even as an athletic you know, 50-something person, uh, that gives me insight to how it might be for somebody who's 50 years old and older that's not athletic because of my own experience. And because I was younger when I was working with people in their 50s, 60s, and 70s, in my 30s, let's just say, and I would do things then as I look back that I would never do with them now or do in the sequence I was doing or without a certain progression um, because I just didn't know because I didn't live in that. I was in a cohort of a 50 plus year old body, but now I am. So that's why I'm putting this series together on um, how to properly exercise and what are some things you need to be having in your mind as you're approaching exercise when you're over 50 and you're working with trainers and or group exercise instructors that are younger than you. They are, I'm sure, fantastic. I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. I'm just saying that if they're not in their 50s themselves, they are not having the same insights that somebody who is over 50 does. So all I'm saying. So um, this is number three of my six-part series on what do you need to do as a 50-year-old plus to um, continue exercising well into your golden years. 
And what I want to address on this one is how to work, when is the proper time to work on unstable surfaces, okay? So because as you're aging, 50s, 60s, 70s and older, balance starts to become an issue. Um, you know, I'm 59, I can, I can feel differences. Like I'm very aware of differences with my own balance in even something as simple as doing tree pose and yoga from eight years ago to now, like how I'm able to manage it, um, in there, it's different. My balance is definitely more challenged when I'm doing things like cross country skiing or, um, downhill skiing, or even walking in like, um, trails with undulating terrain and uneven surfaces with roots and ruts and that kind of stuff. You know, the ability to keep your balancing, walking on slippery surfaces and surfaces in the winter. Um, I live in the Northeast of the United States of America. We have like icy, snowy winters where sidewalks and walkways get very slick with black ice. Um, a lot of like, you know, real world things for why somebody would need to be working on balance in their uh, exercise program. Um, and so therefore a lot of trainers and a lot of programs are bringing unstable surfaces, BOSU balls, uh, wobble boards, uh, wobble discs, um, sliding surfaces, sliding apparatus, um, even stability balls, unstable surfaces. Um, and all these things are phenomenal. And all these things I utilize when I'm training certain clients for certain things, but what, what I'm going to highlight in this podcast is when is the appropriate time to bring an unstable surface into the workout? Because what I am w witnessing and observing is that because there's all this great equipment for us to work with in the fitness industry and the personal training industry, and more and more people coming to us that are older and say, you know, when you ask people what are their goals, you know, it's weight loss, you know, um, reduce the elimination of the, um, the degrading of, of muscle fiber in the body, you know, work on certain health conditions. Balance is a big, you know, one for someone who's coming to a trainer who's over 50 and definitely over 60, um, for goals for their training program. Um, so a lot of trainers that are, you know, are putting together programs and they will bring someone to, an unstable surface and, and have that be one of, you know, a sequence of things or even just a couple exercises on these unstable surfaces to train the body-mind connection, the proprioception and kinesthetic awareness, because the only way you train balance is to actually be put into a, an unbalanced situation and, uh, and then have the body adapt, you know, and progress it appropriately. Um, now, that would be appropriate. However, a lot of times now in a lot of programs, people are being put on unstable surfaces to do strength training. So for instance, standing on top of a BOSU ball to do a squat, which I'm going to do some demonstrating with in just a second. Um, or, you know, doing lunge work on a sliding surface to add that element of um, instability. And again, there is a place for adding resistance work on an unstable surface, okay? But what I'm addressing in this episode is if you haven't mastered a strength exercise on a stable surface, then you have no business doing it on an unstable surface 
as a first progression. Okay. And I am seeing this a lot. And so I'm going to do a demonstration on the BOSU ball, uh, which is a BOSU ball for those of you who don't know is the ones that have the flat side and then a round side. And you can stand on either the round side or the flat side. And then you're usually, you're doing an exercise. You're either doing a lunge onto the, from the floor, you're standing on it to do a squat or, you know, any number of exercises where you're standing on it and going on to off it, you know, and it's designed to help to get extra muscle recruitment and balance, uh, you know, training in the mix. But I'm going to show you some of the things that I see that are common that people are being put on to, or being who are over 50 are being you know shown to do, but they have not they're not doing the form correctly. So therefore, they would need to do that motion on the floor correctly, which is a stand you know stable surface, and then from there, once that has been correctly done with just body weight and then with added weight, then you would graduate to an unstable surface. Because you now you've got the foundation set and you're less apt to get hurt. And when you're over 50, your probability of getting hurt because you're doing un, un, improper form on an unstable surface is much greater than when you were in your 20s, 30s, and 40s. Okay? So I got things set up here. I'm going to demonstrate a unstable surface BOSU squat. And what typically I see, I'm not going to weight it because um, you're going to get the point without it. So here's my BOSU, right? And oftentimes, like someone will have weights in their hand. The trainers give it to them and they're like, okay, stay on the BOSU. And now do squats with or without weight. And this is what I'll see. All right, so I'm going to demonstrate you from the front. All right, now I'm going to do it from the side. So you can see a lot more from the side. And now, for those of you who don't know, let me get my balance. This is a completely incorrect position for squatting. All right, I'm going to go to the floor to show you. When you do a squat, if you're doing it like this and your knees are going out in front of your toes and you're keeping your body upright. Now, I've mentioned in other episodes, I have severely osteoarthritic knees. Just showing you that right now hurt, okay? Because a proper squat is you're actually sitting back in your hips, you're bending your knees, but your knees are staying right over your ankles. So got, you don't have a lot of extra pressure on the patella, jamming it into the femur bones, and then you stand back up, okay? So you're sitting back, your body is naturally coming on a 45 degree angle, forward and back, you're hinging from the hips while you're bending your knees. So now, if someone's going to be showing you how to do that and put you onto a BOSU or some sort of unstable surface, you know, the BOSU is one example, but I have these, you know, discs. This is not uncommon for somebody to be given, um, you know, where they have one foot here and they might be given a weight to do a, a one leg deadlift, which would look like this. Okay, but then they're given an unstable surface and you know, asked to do it here. And then you get all like a hip will go out, you know, lower back is rounded, just like a not a completely, you know, incorrect form compromised execution of the movement. Okay. So what uh, 50 plus people need to be aware of when they're working with trainers that are younger and you are being given a exercise on an unstable surface 
Uh, I want you as a like buyer beware to say to your younger trainer, listen, can we do this first on a stable surface? And can you check my form there and make sure I'm executing it properly? And then give me a week or so and or two weeks, and then we can put it on an unstable surface because you are living in the 50 plus body. Okay. And if you work with someone who's younger than you, they have the education and the knowledge for what to do for the exercises and hopefully the sequencing and all that. But because they're not in a, an older body themselves, they're not going to be as aware. They could just jump on that BOSU and right away, you know, um, do the right form, but you yourself may not. So you have to be the insightful one as a 50 plus person. Um, I will tell you this as a 59 year old trainer, and group exercise instructor and programmer of programs that I design for people that they're not doing it with me one-on-one -on -one all the time, but I'm putting together a workout and that they're going to do at another gym on their own. I always make sure that I'm teaching the stable before I go into the unstable um, because I live in that body myself. So generally, if you're working with a trainer that's your age or over, older, I think that's a good fit because it's always beneficial to have your own experience as the trainer for the body and the age and the stage of life of the client that you're working with. Um, it's not always ideal. It doesn't always, it's not even always possible that you can find a trainer that's your age or, over, or older. But if that is possible, I highly recommend it for the reasons we're talking about. So to reiterate, Unstable surfaces, very, very good, very in, being used in the industry tremendously right now. And yay, yay, they get my kudos and my thumbs up. However, if you're being given a, a movement that has resistance, i.e. added weight, a weight in your hand, and you're going to be executing something on an unstable surface that you have not mastered on a stable surface, you need to back off and say, let me do it on a stable surface first get my um, form down and my body-mind connection for the movement pattern, then take it onto the unstable surface without added resistance, and then add resistance to the unstable surface. That is the sequence of the progression that is best for a 50-plus person who happens to be also in the category or population of people that are going to be given more of these unstable surface type activities because the trainers are trying to help you with the balance piece, okay? So again, not that it's a wrong thing, it's just that you have to have the right progression and you yourself have to be aware of that. So that is my third, you know, what does a 50 plus person need to know when it comes to exercise um, so that, that you can continue to exercise or restart your exercise and continue to do it uninjured so you can optimize your body and get to your goals and then sustain them from now well into your golden years until your last day of breath on the planet. Now, if you're finding some value so far to the series, this is my second series on um, how 50 year olds and 50 plus need to exercise, then you want to go to my website and on the tab that says 50 plus, scroll down and I have two pre-recorded four video series. One is for men, one is for women. And the second episode in the four-part series is 50 plus exercise. And I go into a lot more detail and a lot more than these specific points within these podcasts. Um, and if you're finding value in these and you think that you might want to have this additional tool in your toolbox, um, 
to execute your exercise, then you would want to upload one of those uh, two programs, depending on your gender, because um, there's differences, um, from my website. So take a look at that. You've just finished episode number three in my second part series, How to Modify Exercise as a 50-plus person. Stay tuned for episode number four, and be well, everybody. Thanks for listening, everybody. And if you'd like to have access to some of my additional resources, I can be found at Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and on my website, www.judyterrell.com.